Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. That's right. I'm a board-certified co-host, in case the listeners didn't know. Certifiable. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our award-winning, self-award, perhaps, uh, given uh, The uh, award is show. on my desk. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why you have to give me grief. It's an actual award, and I've got a little sticky note and said the Armour Men's Health Hour award-winning. And there's a little man, too, by the way, on my desk. You've seen him. That's right. It's like the snowflake award that you give <laughs> to, uh, to everybody that everybody participates wins. in the YMCA's Everybody on the show gets an award. I am a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show. We love getting questions from you mm-hmm. on a variety of men's health topics. You know, interestingly enough, a lot of our topics are about erections. <laughs> Uh, most of them. I would love a question every so often about how to manage my cholesterol better. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or I'm having an atypical arrhythmia, or I have GERD, or I have sleep. I have any one of them. But no, no. Every it's pretty much them. It's pretty much about the erections. Erections or the <laughs> FLP, which is a funny-looking penis. I will say that that focus we have on kind of the function of our main man down there really, really seems to ruin, uh, I'm sorry, run. Run. Run, not ruin, but run. <laughs> run our lives uh, and from, ruin from, from 12 years old all the way until death. I'm always amazed, even those men who are in their 70s and 80s, when you know they haven't been able to have an erection for a decade, Mm. And you bring up the possibility of maybe getting an erection back. And they get all excited. He, he's like, yeah, yeah maybe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like having a oh. hammer and no nail. But oh, uh, no. but we love, we love patients that are having problems that they've had a difficult time addressing with other doctors to come in and feel a sense of that they're being listened to and they're being given the very best of what we have to offer. We had a great topic on this issue that comes up is the topic of anorgasmia, hypoorgasmia. And this week, uh, I had a fertility patient with that same problem. He was a, a man in his 50s and is having trouble getting pregnant. Because he's uh, a man. <laughs> and, and he's, that's correct. He's having <laughs> trouble getting his spouse pregnant. It's like pregnant. when I had the prostate in the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you are the funny one in this I group. Am. You know? I really am. Uh, he has, he's 50 years old, he's a diabetic, and reports difficulty with ejaculating. His problem is a combination of two problems. One is that his diabetes has caused a condition called retrograde ejaculation, mm-hmm. where when he ejaculates, the semen goes into his bladder. That's a consequence of nerve damage caused by the diabetes. Oh, I didn't know that. But then there's this other problem people having tr- trouble getting an orgasm. Right. When it happens with women, we usually classify it as primary or Crazy? secondary. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Either it's always been the case or just started being the case. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of women were just kind of told to, you know, Buck I don't know, drink some wine or... Whatever. Maybe relax a little. Maybe relax a little. Stop or, being so crazy or whatever. And obsessive. Whatever it is that uh, is, is, is <laughs> unfortunately told to women, which is completely unscientific way of dealing with it. <laughs> you think? And so, and so the same kind of internal processes that result in an orgasm in a man are the same ones that activate in a woman's. Although I'm not going to speak about anorgasmia in women, uh, but if you do have that problem, it's some, certainly something that we have a lot of experience and success with dealing with. But and we really, have a sex therapist. That's right. If, if if that's the problem, but right. oftentimes there's a biological underpinning. Right, right. So in a man, especially one that was getting orgasms before and now no longer, mm-hmm. we really have to figure out what is that neurologic or hormonal piece 
that got dislodged. Low testosterone can contribute to that. Then you have a variety of nervous system conditions. Diabetes would be the classic one that diminishes penile sensitivity, makes it harder to orgasm. But there also can be other things. People can have pelvic fractures. We had one uh, patient this week that had a um, a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. And ever since his motorcycle accident, he's been able to uh, unable to orgasm. Oh. And that's and we did some testing called vibratory and temperature stimulation testing of the penis. Mm-hmm. And what we realized was that his penile vibratory stimulation uh, is much diminished. So he requires a lot more stimulation oh, wow. than you would otherwise. We got him affixed with a um, this this wonderful ring that uh, gets applied to the base of the penis that vibrates during intercourse. Really? And that thing fixed him up. He won't he won't Stop it. he won't leave home without it. He loves that thing. <laughs> He's walking around with it on all the time, <laughs> smiling. So so it's just an example of how <laughs> you know really trying to find what is the underlying and maybe we can't fix nerves that are broken, but right. we can find. Uh, tools that can help you overcome them. This is a dumb question, but it's, I can't stop thinking about it. What's the correlation with diabetes and the retrograde ejaculation? How does that sync up? That's a great question. So um, the way that semen is emitted from mm-hmm. our penis mm-hmm. is that first, when the orgasm happens, the semen is 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 placed from the prostate into the urethra, the tube you pee from. Mm-hmm. Now that that whole you pee from has two openings, one that goes up into the bladder and mm-hmm. one that goes out the head of the penis. Mm-hmm. So that the bladder opening has to close. It's called the bladder neck has to close so that this, everything can only goes out, goes out one end. Mm-hmm. But in diabetes, that bladder neck closure doesn't occur. And so... Why? It, because the, the nerve damage that excess blood sugar causes mm-hmm. causes that nerve to oh. not, not regulate properly. And so okay. it's similar to the nerve damage that's going to cause pain in the feet. It can cause a diminished sensation in hands and feet. Oh. This neuropathy can also affect the bladder neck. Oh. And so when that happens, um, the semen preferentially travels the one centimeter into the bladder as opposed to making the six centimeter in some men. Uh, <laughs> uh, travel down the urethra out the end Wishful of the, thinking, that's yeah. right, out the end of the penis. <laughs> and so um, those men cannot get pregnant which may not affect a 65-year-old guy who doesn't care about getting pregnant. Does it feel the same? The orgasm feels the same, okay. but there's no show, and that, that bothers, bothers a lot of guys. People. It does bother a lot of guys. It's the same side effect that you'll see with Flomax or Tamsulosin that people take for BPH. Mm-hmm. So uh, even though, and I, I, I'll tell you, I'm not a diabetic, and I, I don't take Flomax, so I'm, I can only say what is reported in the literature, which is that it should not change your orgasmic strength. But but undeniably, there are going to be people who it does. Right. So a classic example of a medicine that it caused this problem in is Rapaflow or Sildosin. Mm-hmm. So that's a medicine that we were using very frequently for um, for BPH, and I was later just completely convinced that it that it led to a diminished orgasm to the point that I was prescribing it to men with premature ejaculation with success. Really? That's right. And then it, oh. it, it later went into a study. I think I, I think I kicked that off. Oh. <laughs> um, so uh, anorgasmia is maybe something that would benefit from nerve testing. Mm-hmm. We also use a medication called yohimbine, mm-hmm. and we use a medicine called carbogaline uh, or Dostinex. <laughs> Is the yohimbine a supplement or it's an actual prescription? Yohimbine is an actual prescription. Oh, okay. Uh, Sounds like a supplement. And the cabergoline is also a medication. It is an African tree root, in fact. Uh, (laughs) Smarter than I look. But we use something that's highly refined. We can get it at multiple different compounding pharmacies. Mm -hmm. And if you want to come in and describe or or, kind of get treated for an anorgasmia or hypoorgasmia condition, if it just takes a long time Mm -hmm. to get there, I mean, you know, 
it wouldn't be a you wouldn't complain about it if it wasn't a problem. I mean, you know, <laughs> right? nobody that's wants true. this to be work. Or the wife is complaining. Yeah, that's nobody wants it. Could you be just be done already? <laughs> I have dishes. <laughs> I got dishes. I got, to some do. I got some laundry or something. <laughs> uh, so, but um, but especially for the couple trying to get pregnant, for mm. example, or um, the couple where there's lots of vaginal dryness issues. I mean, it, it can make sex a real chore and yeah. not fun. And the guys that come to us, they are generally very satisfied with uh, our treatment approach. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, in patients with severe nerve injuries, use a lot of um, uh, vibrator therapy. Mm-hmm. And you know you know what the vibrator of choice is? The flashlight. No. Oh, it used to be. No, no, no. That's the peanut. That's oh, the that's vaginal the, prosthetic. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Vibrator of choice. The, the rabbit? The Hitachi Magic Wand. Oh, I've not heard of that. Hitachi, Hitachi makes me think of an oven. That's correct. It's I don't think they make Blender? either of those things. <laughs> a can opener? Maybe. <laughs> or a TV. Whenever I think of Hitachi, I think about vibrators. And I so never... <laughs> the Hitachi Magic Wand is the quintessential right, people, Google uh, one size fits all. Uh, it has it has hundreds of attachments you can attach what? to the head. Yes. It's amazing. Oh my goodness! It's amazing from the no from idea. the mild to the surreal. Well, reach and, out to us. Well, maybe the person who emails us first is the winner of a new it's, Hitachi it's, can opener. It's one of the few things I can't keep <laughs> here on the shelves because I think our staff keeps stealing the Hitachi magic wand. <laughs> the biggest problem is it's not wireless, so you got to be near an outlet. Stop it! But you're going to find that this. Oh uh, look, I typed in Hitachi. Please don't do before that. Before I finished it, the not, magic wand not popped on right the show. off on Google. Not, not, not right now. Oh, I got to look at it now. Well, if you're having any problems with oh, orgasm really? and want to learn more about, um, you know, kind That's of our lot. approach to therapeutically introducing um, these types of tools into your sex life to enhance it, please let us know. It's a wonderful um, opportunity for you to get advice from people who know. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? People who know things like Dr. Mystery knows about this Hitachi thing. Yes. I just Googled it. Google it. Um, you can call us during the week at 512-238-0762. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. And our website is <laughs> armormenshealth.com. So please send us your emails. We'll answer them all anonymously. Um, I promise. They're really good questions. So armormenshealth at gmail.com. And we will be right back. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour. 